I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. ...of taking out a knife during a fight in high school. I'm Nick Ainelli. A new report of the D.C. Housing Authority prompts calls for immediate action. This is Ann Kramer. Coming up in WTOP Sports, a full day in college football. Frank Handrahan has all the details. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Those demonstrators were in Washington, D.C., but that chant and others like it have been heard from coast to coast as abortion rights activists try to get voters out for the midterms. WBBM's Brandon Eisen is in Chicago. Our right in Illinois could go away. Our right to choose. This woman among hundreds of people that gathered in Chicago's Federal Plaza before marching through downtown streets. Signs at a rally reading women's wave to the polls and row, row, row your vote show that she is not alone in feeling a sense of importance in the November 8th elections for her and others concerned with reproductive rights. We can't be complacent even in a liberal city like Chicago. We cannot afford to be complacent. Brandon Eisen for CBS News Chicago. Hurricane Julia is just hours for making landfall in Nicaragua, a region that's already gotten more than its share of rain. National Hurricane Center uh, Specialist Daniel Brown. Besides the um, strong winds, uh, we are also expecting a rainfall amounts of about 5 to 10 inches, uh, isolated amounts of uh, 15 inches. That rainfall could cause some uh, flash floods and mudslides. Another weapons test from North Korea has the South on alert. Reporter Alex Jensen is in Seoul. After North Korea's military warned it was gravely watching joint drills involving the U.S. and South Korea, it test-fired two short-range ballistic missiles in the early hours of Sunday morning local time. It comes as North Korea has complained about the recent redeployment of the USS Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier and its powerful strike group to the east of the Korean Peninsula. The launches of the seventh in two weeks, a different kind of launch here in Florida tonight. LD, go for launch. Launch director polling, they are go for launch. SpaceX has launched a pair of communication satellites, and CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood says the company's had a busy week and a busy year. It was SpaceX's 46th launch so far this year, and it's third this week after sending four astronauts to the space station and launching 54 Starlink Internet satellites earlier. Baseball's American League Wild Card Series are over. The Seattle Mariners came back from eight runs down to beat Toronto, while Cleveland's Oscar Gonzalez ended a marathon scoreless game with Tampa Bay in the 15th. A swing and a high fly! Deep left center field! It is gone! Tom Hamilton on Guardians Radio. Cleveland plays the New York Yankees while the Mariners will play Houston in the division series that start next Tuesday. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 10.03, Saturday, October 8th, 2022. The low tonight, 46. Good evening.
evening. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Demonstrators for abortion rights have taken to the streets in rallies across the nation. On Capitol Hill, thousands took part in the event organized by the Women's March. They've come from far and wide to attend this demonstration, raising their voices a month before the midterm elections. I'm out here today to try to get our rights back as women. Stacy Lee made the trip from Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, declaring that abortion should be legal, safe, and accessible to all women. If the government's going to force women to have babies, then the government needs to pay for everything for that child, period. All of the prenatal care, the birth costs, everything. The organizers are hoping this and other demonstrations in numerous cities give a boost to candidates favoring abortion rights in the November 8th congressional elections. On Capitol Hill, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. An accused killer is back in custody in Loudoun County. Prosecutors and local law enforcement are at odds over what led to his release. 25-year-old Stone Lee Colburn was arrested Friday night in Chatham County, Georgia. He'd been in custody since 2021 for the murder of his brother's girlfriend, Natalie Crow. Colburn had been deemed incompetent to stand trial. Commonwealth's attorney, Buta Biberai's request for a second mental health evaluation was denied and the charges were dismissed. Prosecutors filed a new charge, but seeing the original charge dropped, the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office let Colburn walk free, placing blame on the office of the Commonwealth attorney. In a statement, Biberai called the release erroneous and says the Sheriff's Office is attempting to, quote, mislead the public and unfairly shift blame to our office. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Criminal charges have been filed against a high school freshman in Maryland following a fight yesterday that erupted at school. She's a 14-year-old student in Frederick, Maryland, and she's facing criminal charges now, accused of taking out a large kitchen knife during a fight with another student at Governor Thomas Johnson High School. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says the incident started during an altercation between two girls in the school's cafeteria. Deputies say that's when one of them took out a 10-inch kitchen knife and held it in a threatening manner. No one was injured, but the girl is facing several criminal charges, including assault, reckless endangerment, resisting arrest, and having a dangerous weapon on school property. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. An investigation is underway after a driver struck and killed an elderly woman in Arlington County. Police say the crash happened at 9 this morning in the 5800 block of Little Falls Road at John Marshall Drive. They believe the driver of the striking car turned left from John Marshall Drive onto Little Falls Road and struck the elderly woman as she was crossing the road in the crosswalk. The woman was taken to a hospital where she died. She's been identified as 85-year-old Gwendolyn Hayes of Arlington. The driver remained on the scene. It's the third fatal pedestrian crash in a two-block stretch of Little Falls Road over the past eight years. Scathing is what one D.C. council member, uh, person in D.C., calls a new federal government report on the D.C. Housing Authority. The HUD report finds the D.C. Housing Authority is not providing safe, secure, and usable housing. It's also undercharging tenants, listing properties as vacant when they're occupied, and the agency is at risk of being in default on federal contracts. Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman calls the report a, quote, blistering indictment. She also says the Housing Authority is completely dysfunctional. Silverman plans to introduce reform legislation soon, she says, to make sure the lowest-income residents have safe, high-quality, and secure housing. A spokeswoman for the mayor tells the Washington Post that Bowser will hold her comments until DCHA responds to HUD. It has until November 30th to do that.
Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, Montgomery County police are looking for a suspect who fired shots, then fled the scene. 10.07. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV, with more reporters in the field than anyone else, and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com watch to check your local listings. Mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. It's 10.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Steve Dresner in the WTOP Traffic Center. We're going to start off in Maryland on the northbound side of the BW Parkway, about a half mile north of 197. Traffic stop for a multi-vehicle accident. Pretty serious crash. And now we have the southbound side also stopped. May the area for this serious crash. Try to avoid the area possible. May want to use Route 1 or I-95 instead of the BW Parkway. WTOP Sean Anderson tells us that on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway after New Hampshire Avenue, crash activity currently blocking the right side of the roadway, and we are finding delays all the way back to University Boulevard. Prince George's County, a decent ride on the Beltway. No problems currently on 95 or 270. We're in good shape on Route 50 at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Westbound span closed for overnight road work. We do have a two-way traffic pattern set up over the eastbound span. In the district, a good ride on the freeway. No issues to report on DC 295 or I-295. And over in Virginia, the delays with the road work are on the eastbound side of 66, right after Nutley Street. At last report, we are down to a single left lane getting you by. Over on the westbound side in Arlington, near the Glebe Road exit, the incident currently blocks a right lane. Can't find a new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. And next to a new car, Fitzway car is the very best. Visit fitsmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. As the chill digs in tonight, temperatures will fall into the low 40s and some spots upper 30s. We're mostly clear tonight and for those living west of D.C., we've got a frost advisory going into effect. In fact, parts of West Virginia will be under freeze warning. Plenty of sunshine, though, awaits for your Sunday. High temperatures on Sunday will be in the low 60s. Mostly sunny on Monday. Highs will be near 70 degrees. Plenty of sunshine for your Tuesday as well, with high temperatures on Tuesday in the low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 51 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 10-11. Montgomery County police are looking for a suspect who they believe fired shots in Rockville Friday night. Police responded to a call at around 9.30 p.m. for the sounds of gunshots being fired and reports that a shooting had occurred near Twinbrook Parkway. When they arrived at the scene, they say a suspect was carrying a black handgun with an extended magazine down by his side. When the officers ordered the suspect to put down what they describe as a privately made firearm, Armed police say the suspect dropped the gun and fled the scene. Police say multiple shell casings were found at the scene. They're asking anyone with information in the case to contact Montgomery County Police. Prince William County prosecutors say the actions of four police officers involved in a deadly September 1st shooting in Dale City was justified and reasonable. An informant and undercover Manassas City detective arranged to purchase 1,000 pills of fentanyl and one firearm from a suspect for $6,000 on September 1st. The search warrant says that three suspects arrived in a vehicle and two of them got into the undercover detective's car for the purchase. During the purchase, the warrant says that video inside the undercover vehicle shows one pulled out a gun and demanded money from the detective. The suspect's vehicle tried to flee with one person being shot. He died at the hospital days later. The other was wounded and has since been released from the hospital. From libraries to recreation centers, or their unique public education campaign on domestic violence will feature stories of survivors. The campaign is called Walk in Their Shoes, and domestic violence survivor Cheryl Kravitz shared her story. First, pretend you're wearing a pair of flat shoes. They're flat because you need to be able to run quickly. Why did she have to get away? because her husband's abuse became worse. His pushes escalated to slaps and then punches. He was always careful not to hit my face. In 2021, 58 Marylanders died as a result of domestic violence, five in Montgomery County. In Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up, lots of college football action. Frank Hanrahan has a look at the details. 1013. What did nine out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. One day you're serving in the military and then the next day you come home and you're dealing with an injury. Britain is in recovery from an addiction to prescription opioids. My opioid misuse and need got so strong. Addiction is hard. You're not going to fix it on your own. You have to reach out for help. The recovery side of it is amazing. You get to a place where you're proud of yourself again. If you or someone you know is struggling, there is hope. Recovery is possible. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Fall is here. Time to break out the sweaters, set the clocks back, rake some leaves, and make sure you're COVID ready. What's COVID ready? Being prepared for COVID and its variants. Just follow these four steps. One, know your vaccination status. Two, make sure you're vaccinated and boosted. Three, be prepared with rapid at-home tests. And four, if you test positive, talk to your doctor and find a treatment location near you. 
Be COVID ready for fall. Visit covidlink.maryland.gov. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hanrahan. Very busy day in college football. We start in College Park where Maryland falls 31-29. Heartbreaking loss to the Terps who are now 4-2. They're at Indiana next week. Hoosiers fell to number 4 Michigan 31-10. Mids of Navy beat up on Tulsa 53-21. Virginia Tech falls to Pitt 45-29. Virginia loses to Louisville 34-17. Bowie State all over Virginia State 41-14. Baseball playoffs right now. San Diego and the Mets going at it from New York. Mets have got to win or their season is over. And the Mets have a 3-2 lead as they play this one in the top of the seventh inning. Oscar Gonzalez, walk-off homer, bottom of the 15th inning. Cleveland one zip went over Tampa to win that series 2 to nothing. Seattle comes from 8-1 to one down to beat Toronto 10-9 to and win the series. So Seattle moves on to face Houston in the ALDS. Capitals wrapping up their preseason tonight, beating Columbus 4-3 in overtime. Caps open up the regular season on Wednesday against Boston. Commanders are one and three. You get two and two Tennessee tomorrow at one o'clock on paper. Titans favored by about one point. Now the NFL and the NFL Players Association reaching agreement on amended concussion protocols in effect, which will start in fact tomorrow. A Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The White House continues to warn of the heightened rhetoric coming out of Russia. President Biden warns of Armageddon should Putin use nukes, and he wants to make sure people understand that Putin should not be ignored. North Korea has fired two short-range missile, ballistic missiles, towards its eastern waters. The latest of a recent barrage of weapons tests a day after it warned the deployment of a U.S. aircraft carrier near the Korean peninsula was inflaming regional tensions. Thousands of women marched and held rallies around the country today, marching for reproductive rights ahead of the midterm elections. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 1017. A local hunter is recovering after falling from a tree stand in Howard County. Yesterday morning, the county's fire department was called to a remote area in the Cascade Falls Trail in Ellicott City. They located a hunter who fell between 20 and 30 feet. Due to the distance coupled with the patient's injuries, it was requested that Maryland State Police Aviation Command perform an aerial rescue out of the wooded area. The med medevac was deemed successful and the hunter was taken to the hospital for serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Steve Dresner in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland on the northbound side of the BW Parkway about a half mile after 197 the traffic has stopped for a pretty serious multi-vehicle accident. On the southbound side traffic is currently turned around uh, in the area of 198 so May want to avoid the BW Parkway for a bit. Try Route 1, maybe. I-95 as well. We're also dealing with crash activity on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway right before we get to I-95. At last report, it's due to the left getting it by. We're now finding delays all the way back to University Boulevard on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway. 
Prince George's County Beltway, pretty quiet in both directions. We're in good shape on 270. No issues to report on Route 50. However, at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, we do have the westbound span closed for overnight road work. A two-way traffic pattern is currently set up over the westbound span. In the district, a good ride on the freeway. No issues on DC 295 or I-295. Over in Virginia, last report, westbound 66 near Glebe Road. The incident currently blocks the right lane. The bigger of the delays in Virginia currently is the roadwork that is set up in Fairfax. Eastbound 66 after Nutley Street. Single left lane gets you by with delays. No problems uh, that we can find right now over on the westbound side. Traffic moving pretty well on 395 and 95. No delays on the Beltway in Virginia. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Tonight, temperatures fall into the low 40s. Mostly clear tonight and chilly. We are cool for your Sunday. Plenty of sunshine with highs in the low 60s. So even though the cold air is setting up shop, we should be in for uh, warming conditions through the week ahead. Note, though, we have a frost advisory for those living west of D.C. going into effect. For your Monday, Indigenous People Day, high temperatures will be in the upper 60s, near 70. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 50 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design. Call now for a free in-person or virtual same-day roofing estimate. Coming up, an elections official in Prince William County is calling it quits. We'll tell you why. It's 1020. This advertisement is paid for by Lacuna Ventures, LLC. For terms and conditions, visit yourrights.legal. Attention. If you or someone you know spent time at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina prior to 1988 and developed serious health conditions such as non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, bladder, breast, or kidney cancer, you may be eligible for significant financial compensation. Call Camp Lejeune victims to discuss your case now at 800-632-5641. Leaking underground tanks contaminated the drinking water with benzene and other highly carcinogenic chemicals, up to 280 times acceptable levels. Marines, their families, contractors, or employees who spent at least 30 days at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune before 1988 and developed a serious health condition called to determine your eligibility for financial compensation. If you don't win, you pay nothing. It is critical to take action and call now. 800-632-5641. That's 800-632-5641. Or visit CampLejeuneVictims.com. This is WTOP News. It's 1021. A top elections official in Prince William County is quitting, saying he's tired of the stress of the job, mostly brought on by local Republican leaders. Registrar Eric Olson says a GOP leader made a phone call to election officials, suggesting that they would be getting different election day assignments than the ones Olson had announced. In an interview with Inside Nova, Prince William County GOP Chair Denny Doherty said he's simply asking the county to honor the political party's rights to pick their own representative instead of having to accept the registrar's choice. The elections office also received a letter from a lawyer from the local GOP threatening a lawsuit if Republicans didn't get more representation in the high-ranking election chief and assistant chief roles. The November election is a little over a month away, but D.C. voters are getting ballots now. More than 500,000 ballots are being mailed out, one going to every registered voter in the city.
First and foremost, keep an eye on the mailbox. Ballots should be showing up literally any day now. Nick Jacobs with the D.C. Board of Elections says voters are kept in the loop after they send the ballot back in. We have a tracking system so that once a ballot is returned to a drop box or goes back into the mail, it will inform the voter that the ballot is in transit, that it is being processed, and ultimately that it has been tabulated. A number of significant races are on the ballot, including contests for mayor, D.C. council chair, and two at-large council seats. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Drivers may like the convenience of turning right on red lights, but the practice is a big step closer to going away in the district. The D.C. Council has voted to end right on red at most intersections starting in January 2025. The measure still requires the mayor's signature, and DDOT would have time to plan for the change and install new signs. Ward 3 Council Member Mary Che, chair of the Transportation Committee, says the change will promote safety. Many traffic engineers, advocates, and community members agree that prohibiting right turns on red should be expanded uh, across the district. Also, the bill will allow people riding bicycles and scooters to go through intersections with stop signs and red lights without stopping when it's safe to do so. As long as they are moving slow enough to observe their surroundings and avoid hazards. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Students caught with booze at Virginia Commonwealth University is down, way down, 93% in the past five years. That's according to the school's annual crime report released last month. One possible reason, some students switched from drinking alcohol to smoking pot which last year became legal for Virginia adults 21 and over. Money news at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. They're out there somewhere. Astro. Go to the office. Astro is Amazon's robot, and a year after its debut, customers still can't buy one without an invitation. Amazon's devices and services chief tells Bloomberg that his team is working on kinks, including navigation. Astro. Follow me. This one in a YouTube video posted by a user in August got confused when a cat crossed its path. I'm over here. Amazon isn't setting a date for a wider release, but says more Astros will be available in the coming months. Amazon also sees robots that it did not develop as a big part of its future. The Federal Trade Commission is conducting an in-depth review of Amazon's $1.7 billion offer for Roomba maker iRobot. Amazon Senior Vice President David Limp says he's optimistic the deal will get done. And in the meantime, we'll continue to operate at arm's length as separate companies. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Jonke on WTOP. Coming up, rallies supporting women's reproductive rights are held across the country. It's 1026. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase.